Yo, yo, what up, good people? Welcome to another episode of the 17 Slickville Show. I am your host, Jay Brown, aka Mr. 710. And we are. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the 710 print shop for this shirt right here. Wonder who. Wonder who would like this shirt more, men or ladies? It's because it's the Mary AF shirt. Waiting on my, waiting on the co-host to come. Come on in, old True. I was trying to listen to this, uh, listen to this Dunder right quick, but it ain't no right quick listen. I heard this over, over an hour and a half worth of, worth of music, so. Yeah, I ain't probably ain't gonna get through it this evening. But look, hold on, where we at? There we go. Bam. We good. We good. There we go. We straight. All right. So until she come on in, listen, we got a jam packed show for you guys tonight. Um, tonight we're gonna be talking. We're gonna be doing since last week. There's a lot that happened since last week for us. Uh, when she get in, we're going to also talk about uh, this new Kanye album. We're going to talk about jobs we hated. And along with that, we're going to talk about perception versus reality. Um, I'm excited about I'm excited about these about these topics tonight because, um, man, it's, it's been a whole lot going on. But I'm just going I'm just going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Yeah. Oh man, my uh, I ain't worried about it. Yeah, jump right on into it. So, since last week, I'm gonna go ahead and wish a couple happy birthdays to, you know, my cousin got a birthday. He turned he turned the big forty. Um, shout out to him for that. You know, welcome to the club, Jr. Yeah, here. Yeah, here with all the gray hairs. He he's looking at a, a, in the beard, but he finally went ahead and, and turned that number. Now we both in the forties. It's crazy, man. It's, it's it's crazy being the big cousin, but only a year older, and watching watching people grow up. That that was real. That was real unprofessional. Shout out to me for that. Um, yeah, watching people grow up that you that you grew up with and so man yeah shout out to him for that also my grand happy heavenly uh birthday to my grandfather um man I miss this dude I feel like I feel like he would be proud of me if he saw me now and at the same time have something to fuss about and you know his, his birthday was on the 25th and the crazy thing about crazy thing about um, and why the reason why I say that is when I was coming up, he used to fuss at me all the time because we lived in apartments and after after my parents split, and so it wasn't like I had to do yard work. I wasn't out there working on cars. I was just heavy in the sports, like that was my thing, sports, sports, sports. And he was the opposite. He he was the opposite, and so when when he would come over and we knew like when he came over our house and he he drove he drove to, he had two cars he had the lack and he had the pink lincoln 
The pink Lincoln, that meant you had to do some work. He had tools in that car. It was work on deck for that one. It was work every time. Every time it was always work. And so the crazy thing about that was um, we hated to see the we hated to see the pink Lincoln. When we went over there, what's up, wifey? I had to give her a hard time about uh about watching. <laughs> so she could join in to see this. See this dope Mary Day F shirt. Um, yeah, what up, easy? Go ahead and get. Hey, I had to, he, he used to give me a hard time. He thought I was gonna be a hoodlum when I when I grew up because I I mean it was during the time where clothes was baggy, and it wasn't until I started working at the bank that he and I had a had a better relationship. But the one thing I didn't like is he used to hit me with the worst compliments when I would come over there dressed up. And he told me, he was like, boy, you sharp as a manicured rat turd. And I was like, oh, oh. Grandpa, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a compliment. You just called me some boo-boo, fam. That's, that's not a compliment. At all. There's never a time that I've been wanting to call shit at all. But you the shit. But... A rat turd? That's real specific. That's very specific. But the thing that w- would have made him proud was I had a I had a moment where I, you know I, a couple weeks ago I had some riding lawnmower problems. This week I had some I had some more problems. And you know the thing that was so dope about my grandfather is he was able to fix stuff before YouTube. So before before YouTube, he he was still able to do all this stuff. For me, I judge if I'm going to do the work based on how long the YouTube video is. And so if I pull up a YouTube video and it's over, if it's in the double digits, like if it's like 11 minutes, it get kind of iffy. Like I'll watch it, but I feel like if they, if they start off with a whole lot of talking, you got to skip some just to get to the point where they actually start working on stuff attention span it sucks and so for for this video um i I mean i'm telling you i jumped on i jumped on that rider and i cranked it up and then it died cranked it up died trying to figure out what was going on with it and of course that's what we do we go to youtube it was a six minute video bam all right i can fix this oh it's just a gas cap Cool, I can fix the gas cap. I can figure out how to fix the gas cap. 10 to 5, that 10 to 25. Yeah, that, that's the other part. You always got to multiply and then add. Multiply two and then add half to, to whatever that time is. And so we had to, I had the video going and I'm like, all right. Must have had, it said the cap wasn't on. This was day two. But I had to get the grass cut. Started it up, and it was just so now I couldn't even get it to turn over. And I'm trying to figure out what the, what is going on. What is going on? Let me look at now. I gotta go look at another video. I go pull up this other video, and they said the guy was like, "All right, so you probably got air in your fuel line, 
And it's easy to get out. All you got to do is unhook the fuel line that's right up here in the front. Bam, bam, bam. And then you got to go to the back of the lawnmower and blow into where you put the gas in with your mouth. And you keep doing that. Yeah, gas is going to be spilling out, but that's getting the air out. And once you do that, it should start up and run like a charm. And I'm looking at him like, wait, you just put your mouth where they put the gas at. I know you eat booty. If you gonna put your mouth where they got the gas at. That's the only logical conclusion for me. And my man was like, so it's an art to this. When you blow down into your gas cap, you gotta, you gotta give it a big huff. But when you're getting close to the end of your air, you gotta ease up on the on the pressure that you that you breathing into your gas cap. Otherwise, gas will shoot back into your face. Oh hell, hell no. That, that, that was almost a deal breaker. That was almost a deal breaker. The gas shooting back into your face because all I can think about is smelling gas all day. Smelling like gas. Like that gas is, you know, gas, everybody know gas is real distinctive. So, you know, once if it's in you, if it's on you, you smell it. Whether it's on your hand, your clothes, you damn sure don't want it to be on your mouth. Right under your nose. So I had this great idea that I was going to go get this plastic Walmart bag, poke a hole in it, and I'm going to breathe through the bag into the tank. It might not be as much breath, but it's going to be some, but I don't have to worry about the gas shooting me back because I got this little blocker in the way. Wrong. I breathe down in that thing, tried to ease up the breath, gas, pow, shot back. Most of it hit the plastic, but some hit, hit my lip. I felt like it hit my lip and I could smell it. It was still, it was, I was, ugh. Crank that thing up, it almost turned over. So I'm like, oh hell, I'm, 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 I'm on the right track. I am on the right track. And got in there, cranked that thing up, and well, I I had another idea. Let me go get, let me go get this solo cup, poke a hole in it, set it over the gas cap, blew down in there, boom. No, no gas came back up, cranked up that lawnmower, boom, we ready to rock and roll. I feel like my lawnmower always worked after I threatened myself to pay somebody to cut my grass. After I, after I get real close to having to pay, to feeling like I need to pay somebody to cut my grass, my lawnmower started working again. Which, you know, we talked about that. We talked about that a few weeks ago from, you know, as far as being cheap and frugal. And, you know, I'm one of those people, I just can't pay people to do stuff that I feel like I, I should be able to do. Which leads me to... When we went to Jamaica, my wife decided it would be a great idea to pay for somebody to come clean the house. Which is 
dope. Which is super dope. And so, but they didn't do a good job and they had a little racism and they locked my brother out the house and like locked everybody out the house because they, they thought my brother was a criminal instead of calling us to see who this person was. And so this, this time she called somebody else. These people did not come by. They stood us up. It was... You know, super late, and then I, you know, once they they said they had some kind of car trouble, so I was like, you know what? Being the man, and I am, I'm like, listen, I called in, I called in the FedEx, so I I'm, I got energy today. I'm going to, I'm a, I I do it. I clean up the house. This is a great idea for me. I clean up this house. Hell, I live here. But how much was you gonna pay them? Yeah, she didn't want to tell me at first, and I was like, "Well, I you don't want to pay me if you don't want to, if you ain't gonna pay them, you just gonna pay somebody. You can at least pay. I take forty eight percent or whatever you is gonna pay them. And y'all might think that I'm wrong for taking the payments in order to. She told me she's just to take it out that account. I was like, "No, no, 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 no. This got to come from another source so that." I can get I can get fresh money. I need fresh money for this because this is gonna be better than what they was gonna do. I just been working so much that I hadn't had time or the energy to do it. But I'm 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 straight now. And when I tell you, it took me about a day and a half. But she was highly impressed. She was highly impressed. I clean I cleaned the hell up out the house. It was. It's probably about as clean as it's been since we moved in. Better than the other couple people that we had to do it. And maybe I'm just biased, but I believe it. I believe it. If she's still in here, she she can attest to that. She can attest to that. But you know how last week we talked about. We talked about these challenges that was the crate challenge and everything like that. And I got to thinking like they I got to think, could I come up with a challenge that somebody that somebody would be willing to do? Anybody would be willing to do. And the funny thing was the what made me think about that was um I was on the phone with my brother and he went to Chick-fil-A and you know, Chick-fil-A has a reputation of being overly, overly nice. Like they they super, they super complimentary. They overly, they overly pleasant. And but this one was a little different. This is a wee bit different. So Julian pulls up to the he pulls up to the the little intercom and he's giving his order and he asks that question. The the million dollar question. Is this shake machine working? Now the lady could have easily just been like, yes, it's working. But she didn't. She forgot that she was at Chick-fil-A. Thought she was at another fast food establishment and asked him the question. 
Where you think you at? McDonald's? Like shout out to shout out to that Chick-fil-A for keeping it real. But then I had to ask him, I was like, hey, I got a challenge for you. See if you can out nice the Chick-fil-A person. See if you can out out polite Chick-fil-A. It's my pleasure to serve you. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? The next time I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm going to tell them, it's my pleasure to give you my money for this chicken sandwich that I'm sure is going to be overly delicious. I'm sure it's going to give me an itis in a way that I'm going to be able to get sleep that I wouldn't have been able to get if I did not come over here to this beautiful Chick-fil-A that you guys have set up over here. Nobody could have put this here other than God himself. And so what I'm going to do is just give me a minute so I can pray over all of y'all service because this is the most immaculate Chick-fil-A. And look at your uniform, all pressed and ironed as if you gave a damn this morning. I can appreciate that in another kind of way. And so I want you to have the most wonderfulest, greatest, grandest day that you can have. And I pray that everybody that comes through this line gives you illegal tips that you probably can't take because it's your pleasure just to serve people out the goodness of your heart. They would probably spit in my food. Maybe. I don't know. But I think I, I think the next time I go to the drive-thru I am going to attempt to out nice Chick-fil-A. That's going to be it's going to be my Chick-fil-A challenge. I'm going out nice Chick-fil-A. You're not going to you're not going to out polite me. And maybe, just maybe, that might make somebody's day that was having a rough day. It, it just might. It just might make somebody's day if they was having a rough day. It might just put a smile on somebody's face if they was having a rough day at work. And because I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've never worked at Chick fil A. I did work at McDonald's, and that was. I've worked at a whole lot of places. And I've had, I, I've had some shitty jobs. McDonald, the, the McDonald's that I worked at was probably. I had a lot of fun there. But as far as the work environment, I had a lot of fun just because my co-workers, but the management was a trash. And, and I probably told this story on the show. I think this dude that worked in there was trying to shoot his shot, but he was almost about to get beat up because it was, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a verbal shoot your shot. Buddy, buddy was trying to make contact. On the on the low, and I wasn't I wasn't going with that. I was I was I was only about 18, 19. I had a little little bit of a hot head, but not nothing crazy. But I did threaten my guy's life. Well, 
I threatened to beat him up real bad. Not not his life. I wasn't going to kill him, but he was going to get beat up pretty bad. And I'm talking about, it was just, there were times that we would walk past each other or I was doing something. And I know it was enough space for him to get by without making contact. And you know, we, we, had, we had some real, we had some real issues on that one at that gig. Some real, real issues. I wonder what those uh, eyes are for. Because I don't think I missed. Did I miss something? Nope. Did not miss nothing. Alright. And so, um... What am I on? Okay, yeah, we good. Alright, so... That was, a, that was a horrible gig. That was a horrible gig, even though it was only for about... It's probably about a month that I worked there. At the time... I, I worked for Aflac back in the day. That was that was horrible. I, I I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to be told no so emphatically by so many people. Um, and so that that one was rough. That yeah that was that was a rough gig. So trying to sell Aflac in the in the country. And and I was trying to sell in Hot Springs and Little Rock. That was that was the last time I saw somebody stacking in real life. That's probably about 05. And I I did not I did not get out and work that area. I was drive I was driving to Little Rock and Buddy got out. He pulled into a um, convenience store and got out and was like ah, 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 on some banging on Little Rock stuff. I was like, yeah, let me keep going. Let me keep going. I think my number one, the number one job that I hated the most, I was working for some family. And I say, just for the sake of, just for the sake of just this little, this form. Hey, if you can help it, don't do it unless y'all equal. If y'all equal, you might be able to figure it out. But if somebody is 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 gonna be over you, if dude gonna be over you, yeah, let let let's not, let's not get get to know him, get to know that person a whole lot more than than. After you started working there, and when I tell you, I got, I got sent, I got sent home, I got sent home. Like I, whatever, he told me he didn't like the way I was looking at. He told me he didn't like the way I was looking at clients or talking to clients. And so. I was just like, I didn't, I'm not smiling at him or looking at him or talking to him in any kind of way. Like this, this wasn't the thing. Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything other than talking to him like I normally would. So what? What are you talking about? 
and he didn't really have an answer for me, but he was just like, it was just little stuff that he would get pissed off on. What he, he sent me home and was like, we'll call you. Well, I didn't know what that meant. So I showed up to work the next day. I'm thinking that we'll call you. We'll call you. That was, that was like, hey, you my cousin. You gonna call me. And so, but he was, he was saying that, he was saying that he was gonna call me when he, when he wanted, uh, when he wanted me to show up to work again. And I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know that. I, I had never been told that they was just gonna call me when they wanted me to show up to work again. And so that was, that was some new stuff for me. That was, that was new. And so I, I mean, I was after that, like we had, we had some other, we, we bumped heads, we bumped heads a few more times. And then, uh, he ended up, he ended up sending me home and it was, uh, we stopped, we stopped working there. I should never, should never had a went back. Should never had a went back, but ended up going back. But this time it was on some, hey, I'm not doing all this get sent home nonsense and all this stuff. Like that's not going to happen no more. Um, I mean, we either working, we either gonna make this thing work or it's not gonna work. What up, Monet? Yeah, I was, I was just like, um, I don't, I don't, we're not doing that. We're not doing that one. But I was, I was legit working my ass off for this person. And, uh, I just had, I had no, all of a sudden we started bumping heads again and he, he pulled the old send you home thing. Well, I started looking for jobs. I started looking for jobs immediately. Like I wasn't going, I wasn't going to wait around. I started looking for jobs. Three weeks went by and the assistant called me and was like, Hey, um, how can you ain't called your cousin yet? It's like, for what? Why would I do that? He sent me home. He said he was going to call me. He never called. So I went to start looking for other jobs. Oh, no, that's not what he meant. <laughs> yeah. I ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with me. You say what you mean, you mean what you say. When you tell me you're going to call me or you hang up on me, I'm not calling you back. That's what that was to me. It was a hang up. I get hung up on. Yeah, I get hung up on. I ain't calling you back. But. Hey, it it was. That was probably one of the worst. And I think part of part of what made it bad was 
doing, giving, giving your all, giving your all to the gig and, and still being treated like crap. But working in an environment where, yeah, I'm used to having a camera in my face now because I'm talking to you all on camera, but I appreciate you. Um, but having somebody look watching you in your face while you're talking to customers on Skype and trying to give you, tell you what you should be saying to them or how you should be looking or where you should be looking or how fast you need to be getting them out the way or fussing at you about something that's going on in the lobby while you're trying to deal with some deal with some other stuff in the front and in the back. Yeah. And so that was one gig. I would probably go back to McDonald's before I work for him again. I don't I don't know if it's an amount of money that I could be paid to go back. It would have to be up front. Like the the year the year salary would have to be up front. Like if it was like, yo, I'm gonna give you two million dollars, I would need it January first for the year. Cause otherwise, otherwise, I can't do it. I, I won't. I can't. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it couldn't happen. I was trying to think. Did I? Trying to think. Did I really hate working inside of Sam's Club, or was it just a? Was it just all of the driving that that took place for for the little amount of money that was being made? Because yeah, I mean, it was doing the doing the showcase event thing for where I was out there selling knives and wax and and having to stop people and show them cleaning products and do demonstrations and whatnot. That that helped me that helped me do stuff like this. Like I don't think I don't think I could have I don't think I could sit up here and talk to you all like this if I hadn't done that. So I didn't necessarily hate that part of the job because the part of that that I enjoyed was doing the shows I don't like talking to people individually because that means I had to deal with people individually and for the most part I joke about it but I kind of don't like people all the time kind of some people 30% of the people are decent it's another 30% that you know you just deal with because you have to deal with them but then that other 40? Shit! Hey, who, where y'all come from? Like why y'all why y'all like this? Like I don't I don't I don't understand it. Like why why y'all like this? Cause that that Having to deal with those people individually, you know, having to run up on people and, and hey, here you go, check this out. And whatever they, cause those, those people, those people, and I was, I was one of those people. 
when people would, when someone would do that to me, I would walk past so aggressively. I walk past so aggressively. And my wife used to say I was so mean when she would be like, you mean? I'm like, well, I didn't want to talk to him. So I'm like, hey, I'm kind of busy right now. Fast walk, Chicago walk style. I got somewhere to be. Got somewhere to be. And so I was just like, yo, this is, so when when it was happening to me, you know, I you know, you just I just had to think about like, damn, I used to do people just like this. And she said she like Monet said she like about twenty, and the other eighty percent is trash. I I mean, hey, I get it, I get it, and I still I still be trying to figure out. Like, why, why, why are people like that? Like, I, and I try to be, I try to be, I try to be nicer. I make whole efforts to try to be, to try to be nicer or try to be, try to be decent. It don't take a lot of effort for me to be decent. It take a lot of effort for me to filter my thoughts. And that's the thing, because I'm always, mentally, I'm always ready for the smoke. Like, I got, I got, I got jokes on jokes on jokes, and I'm, I enjoy, I enjoy roasting people. And the thing, the crazy thing is, we were, I was having a conversation with my brother this weekend while we were watching, uh, we were watching the Bears game and we kind of talking about bowling and he was just like, we were talking about a conversation that I had with someone else about how they, how they looked at he and I. And they was like, yo, your brother, everybody looks at Julian as the mean one and me as the nice one. And in my mind, I was like, man, if they only knew what I was thinking half the time. People wouldn't like me at all. And so we talk about, we laugh at how when when he heckled somebody, he's a he's a he's a a-hole. When I heckle somebody, uh Jason funny. Which which is hilarious to me because I do feel like in general just because I do this the people have a perception that I, I am I'm a, I'm a very nice person and overall I am I am nice I'm outwardly nice until I don't feel I need to be and so I was trying to figure out, I was like, man, you know, I was I was doing a little self-reflection. I was thinking about like, all right, last week I was talking about how, you know, nicknames and how these these guys that at at work they run up on me and be like, 
Hey, what up, big boy? And I'm looking at myself like, damn, I'm 14 pounds down, but am I just that big? Or are y'all little? But I'm not going around calling people, hey, what's up, little dude? What's up, little man? Because I almost feel like that would be mildly offensive. If I was like, hey, little man, go ahead and throw that box over here. Hey, hey, shorty. Talking to a dude. Hey, little guy. Hey, munchkin. Like, you know, the little dudes be, they be they already be hostile. But I got called, I got called Big Dog today. And maybe Atlanta has an abundance of, of shorter guys. But I'm like, damn, you too? You too? I, I'm Big Dog to you too? Well, Big Dog. Because I know, I know big people. That's the thing. I think I think that's what it is. I when you know big people, it's hard for you to be for you to put yourself in big people category. Because like my my cousin, I had a cousin, shoot your shot, shoot your shot, shark. He he's about six five, six six, and he's he's a big guy. He done, he done, he been he been grinding on the workouts. I know he done lost some he done lost some weight. He's trying to slim down some, but he's still a big guy. Like you see him, you like yo. I'm I'm sure he plays on the defensive line somewhere. And I'm just like yo. I stand I stand next to him, and I'm just like I'm little. I had a cousin before he passed, he was a year older than me, that we called him Big Sean. Big Sean was big for real. Not like Big Sean the rapper who's a, a small guy. And so, yeah, big could also mean older. Monet, they call, I got called old school. I, I know I got grades up in here, right up in here. They strong. I got some over here. They strong a little bit. Sprinkled in over here. I'm not even gonna cut. I'm not even. They not even bothering me to the point where I felt the need to color them in. I ain't got none in the mustache. And before I shave this off, I had one right there. That was it. Just one. One. And not and. And I had to do, I had to do come up and I was, he was like, what up, old school? God, what? And so I had to talk to him about that this past week. I was like, hey, young boy, come here. You called me old school last week. How old do you think I am? He was like, oh man, you got to be about 45. You about to get, what? 45? Oh, I mean, Probably in your 30s. Come on, man. Now you said 45 first. You ain't, you ain't hit me with no 14-year difference. 
like old school. You call me old school, and there's somebody standing next to me that I know is at least 13 years older than me. And so, how, how I'm gonna be? How I'm gonna be that old? And what you gonna call him? Cause we both, we both can't be old school. If I'm 41 and I know he 57, I'm be out here like Kevin Hart. Damn. Damn. What up, bro? I'm definitely gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be on that. Damn. That's exactly how I felt. And so in my mind. I don't feel, I, I don't, I perceive myself as being, you know, because I'm, because I like to have fun and I still feel like I'm in, I'm in decent shape. I ain't walking around here with no six pack, but I ain't no, I ain't no fat dude. I, I still feel like I'm, I, I know that if I went to the basketball court, it'd be some young dudes in there I really put in work on. I'd be the brakes off of them. And even with that being said, this is probably about six years ago, I was hooping against this dude, and he he was younger than me. And I'm I'm telling you, I probably, I probably we played one on one. I probably beat him probably about eleven to four. And he was like, "Man, I would have hated to see when you was young." Excuse me. Hated to see when I was young. Bro, I'm 35 right now. Like, I'm I'm still young, bro. What you talking about? And then I had to remember, when I was 19, 18, 19, 35 and 40 years old is old as shit. Damn. Y'all old. Well, you better go home and put on some Bengay with your old ass. Take an Epsom salt bath. Yo, your old dude, go and get, get that Beijing in you. In that, in that, in that hair with your reseed. Why don't you come on home, old dude? Well, I tell you, it's, it's, it's all coming, it's all coming full circle, and it's, and it's, and it's mildly painful. But then it's, it's that, it's just that. All right, dang, is this what, is this what people, is this what people think? Like, damn. Damn. Like I, t- I told a little girl, I told a little girl that was like you. N- that told me you're not old, but you kind of like unk. And I told her I talked about that on the show, and and it was it was it was funny. It was funny because she was like, "Well, you're not old, but I was like, no, 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 no. The reason why I talked about that, it made me think about something. Like when I was when I was a younger dude, I felt like. Whenever, whenever an older lady was extra friendly to me, but I wasn't attracted to her in that way, I would always say that she reminded me of, she reminded me of someone older in my family. Maybe my aunt, great aunt, my, oh, you, you, you reminded me of one of my grandmother friends, the way you said that. And that was my way of nicely giving her like the little the little Heisman like that was a nice the nice Heisman side of the game 
And so for for her for for her to hit me with you like unk, I was like, because I did it, I I would do it to make it to make it weird for her to try to holler. Like that was that was my thing. Like I wanted to make it weird for somebody. Like I say you like my auntie, if you out here trying to holler behind that, now you weird. We ain't, I'm not from Alabama. I don't do that. It's not it's not how I get down. And so for for her to be like, you like, uh, did she just hit me with that? Cause she thought I might try to holler? No, 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 no. You too young. You you, you way too young. Like, I can't even look at you like that. I mean, I know you like, she said she like 22, but I'm like, I feel like, I will feel like R. Kelly-ish. Like diet R. Kelly. Like she clearly legal, but I'm, I'm old enough to be her daddy. And if, if Cohen I can say her name because she ain't care no more. But number three, if number three brought home a dude that was old enough to be her dad, oh, I fight him. I fight him. I, I shoot him. What, what are you doing? What are you doing with this little girl? I, I clear. I would clearly have a problem. Fire! No, we, we ain't no ain't no more ain't no more dates. Ain't no more dates. You have to cut that out. Yeah, cut that out. She look like bringing home a forty year old and she twenty. Talking about the twenties, the twenty something year old dudes ain't about nothing. Dudes her age, she can't date dudes her age because they because they immature. Well, that don't mean to go get your don't go get somebody your daddy age. That's that's nasty. You are officially jumping into nasty nasty area right at that point. Let's not do that. Oh, yeah, them little girl. Yeah, they are. They are like I I've never I've never seen I I'm not used to seeing stuff like that, like that type of stuff, but. You know, you, you hit you hear it. Yeah, she did hit me. She did hit me with that that smooth uh. And but you know, I still like that perception. Like you you perceive yourself as being one way, and then you got other people that kind of you know positive and negative. Like look at you in a certain way, and you can't really you can't really tell people. You could tell people what you know what you all about, but. Do you think you would really want to know what people thought about you? Like, do you do you really think you would want to know? And I, I say it, I ask that question not from the standpoint of how celebrities get trolled on a day-to-day basis, especially like with this with this Kanye, with the, with the Kanye album dropping and everything like that and everything that's surrounding now, like I I haven't heard a whole lot of it. I listened to a song and a half. And all all I know is that people are mad. People pissed off. They put they they mad. Chris Brown mad. Soldier Boy mad. And I feel like those two 
always mad about something. But I was getting all those notifications and in my mind, I was just like, it's Kanye. Like, what you expect? It's Kanye. Like, the dude had a listening party where he didn't say a word. Not that, you know, he went out there with a with a stocking cap on over his whole face. Like, he was going to rob y'all. He did. He got you. I say I feel like all y'all getting, everybody getting trolled. Like I, I had to, I had to take a break from Kanye. Like I listened to Late Registration, I listened to Homecoming, uh, I listened to uh, Graduation. The la- I think the last one. No, I listened to Dark Twisted Fantasy. I listened to. The life of Pablo. I miss Jesus and I miss I miss the gospel album. And I only I only listen to a few things on 808s and Heartbreaks. But most most of Kanye stuff now, I just I, I let the dust settle. I have to let the dust settle before I really dig into it. So I can let everybody get all their little thoughts out about what was going on or how they feel about it so I can just take it in unfiltered. Um, this is, it's Kanye. Like, it's... Did anybody think that it was just gonna be a a smooth album drop that nobody was gonna have a problem with? Like, it had been pushed back and pushed forward, pushed back, pushed forward. Held back. Oh, we holding it for this date. We holding it for this date. We waiting on this person to drop. We gonna try to drop it at the same time we got beef with Drake. Like, we gonna put his address out there. Like, it started. Before you heard anything on there, it was already some nonsense. Personally, as an artist, I feel like Kanye probably might be a little underrated as far as hits go. But the perception of Kanye is that he is crazy. But you can't argue. The thing is, you can't argue with a lot of the moves he made. This man owned 8,000 acres in Wyoming. Like clothing brand, multiple platinum albums. He got people buying shoes for three hundred dollars and rags for you know two hundred. Hey, that's pretty damn smart to me. But I'm just saying. I mean, hell, if I can cut up a if I can cut up the towel that Mike Tyson used to walk out to the ring on and then sell it for $200, that's what he's doing with his Yeezy outfits. He's out here walking around in potato sacks and they paying buku amounts of dollars for it. I was like, shoot, he he married into some to some rich wolf. That's a hustle. That is a hustle. 
I know there's a whole lot of dudes, a whole lot of dudes talk trash about the Kardashians, but they will. They'll hit it. They would have took that same route. They they marry into that family for the financial benefits and for the limelight that it will provide. You can tell me you wouldn't if you if you want to. That don't mean I gotta believe it. But that's just that's, that's perception. Is that my man's is crazy. But he done made a whole lot of not-so-crazy moves. I was, I was, I was asking, I was wondering one day, I, was, I, had, I had a conversation with this lady who was talking about basketball, and she said, she was, she was older than me, and she was like, yeah, I used to play back in the day, and I was good. And have you ever seen somebody, have you ever seen somebody shoot the ball, like do an air basketball shot? You do an air basketball shot. The perception that they have of that air basketball shot is that it looks good. Most of the time, it's horrible. It's the worst form I'd ever seen. And how many people actually admit to missing those air basketball shots? They out here, they out there with that broke ass form. You. If you if you yell out brick, they gonna argue you up and down. Nah, that went in. That went in. Ain't no damn way. Ain't no damn way that any jumper that looked like that went in. On the Thomas Shepard side of the game. This, you out here like, yeah, I had a jumper, man. I used to shoot that thing. No. Mm-mm. But you was trash. I'm sure you was trash. And I, I know you was trash. The way that the way that shot looked, the way that shot looked, I know I know it was trash. It was 100. I know you missed that one. And never admit to missing that. Never admit. It. And it's all good. But it's it's still like it's. The perception versus that reality of, hey man, probably not really a good basketball player. Or, you know, that perception of, you know what? I'm I'm think I'm looking at myself every day and maybe I'm not <clears throat> shit, maybe I'm not as small as I thought I was. Cause I keep having these dudes call me big dog. Maybe I'm older than I think I am. Cause I keep having people call me old school. Silly ass boys. Now, no, I cannot. If somebody lined up in the LE Chopper, <clears throat> let me let me Google some let me Google some young rappers right quick and see if I would see if I would recognize any of them. Um. Any of those, any of those NLE choppers and um, young boys and babies and all that other stuff. I just hit y'all with a whole bunch of old stuff right then. After about Meek Mill, them 
I walk past every last one of them folks. I walk past every last one of them young boys. I'm trying to see. Oh, yeah, here we go. Juice World, walk right past them. Oh, this all Juice World. All right, no. Hey, Hazy, young boy never broke again. That's a person. Don't don't know them. And just find finding names on on this on this on these new fresh hip hop. All the people out. Rich Gang walk past. Baby King walk past. Chief Keep, I probably should know. Walk past. Lil Tecker, walk past. Young Thug, walk past. Rich the Kid, nope. Lil Dirk and 42 Doug, nope. Joyner Lucas, nope. Damn. Jack Boy. Not a damn one of them. I will walk right past. I'll be trying to figure out, like, who is all, who all these people surrounding? Who they surrounding? Because I don't know none of them. And if they said Nardo Wick. Yeah, I'm just going ahead and go in Foot Locker because I don't, I don't even know who this is. I'd be... I'd be done took the picture with the wrong person. It'd be one of his homeboys. I'd be done took the picture with the wrong person. I don't know no Rod Wave, Trippy Red, Chef G, Shy Glizzy, or none of them. Yeah, do I? Would I walk past Young Thug? Yes, I, I wouldn't. I don't think. Do I? I don't think I know what Young Thug look like. Probably not. Probably not. But, you know, I was also, like I said, I, I was told last week, I was told last week that old girl said, I don't listen to old music like Usher. That's what old people, old people listen to Usher. I said, shit. <clears throat> I had to look up, I had to look up Usher. I had to look up Usher and, Look up how old Usher was. Usher is a year older than me. Damn. Yeah, it got me again. <laughs> got me again. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm talking about just brat that 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 that. But you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm I'm about to I'm about to lean into all of this all of this old oldness and. I'm about to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna lean into what what all my all these new old nicknames that's getting ready to these new old nicknames that I'm getting ready to have. Like I'm about to be Zaddy. I'm about to be old school. Is that, is that what they, is that what y'all call it? Zaddy? I'm I'm about to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar Daddy style. I'm talking. About, I'm about to be in the club with suits on and no drawers, sitting with one leg up and the other one down, so you can see them balls. That's what that's what the young girl like. See, be jiggling stuff in my pocket is what's getting ready to happen. Yeah, give me one of them hats. Give me a fedora on these folks. 
Kangos wear backwards. Then y'all gonna then y'all gonna then y'all gonna see for real. Give me some leather sandals, some high socks with the stripes, some long jean shorts, and a polo. I can't tell me nothing. We walking around with whole linen suits in my in my leather sandals. <laughs> He <laughs> said, Daddy, old man, you know what? Hey, I ain't even gonna lie, man. It's times where I feel like if, 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 uh, if a young girl that stick walk past and I, and I happen to, I happen to look at her booty, I be like, ah, I'm a dirty old man. Let me start looking at this booty before I be a dirty old man. Like, I could be, I'm old enough to be her daddy. I can't look at, I can't look at that booty. I don't waste that look. Stop that, Jay. Stop looking. Stop looking at that booty. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not, no, 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 no. We are a, diet R. Kelly, like S. Kelly, right? We not G. Kelly, like we not going all the way to R. 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 Violate physically. I I be at a distance. Like I was like, oh. I'd be like, I'd be like Mr. Taylor in that, in those TikTok videos. All right, now, you gonna mess around and get showing all that concerned. Like that, that's, that's me. We just threaten. Show all that concern. But look, man, I gotta get up early in the morning, man. I gotta get on about this thing. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, yeah, we had some, I guess we had some technical difficulties, but I, um, on the IG side of the game, but I know it was on. And so for those that tuned in, y'all, I appreciate you all. Um, we'll be back full staff next week. Um, we hope, but for everybody down there in New Orleans, man, go ahead and pray for those folks down there. They getting slammed by Hurricane Ida. And like I said, if y'all got family down there, man, I, I hope that, I hope they, you know, found some safe, safe shelter or you know was able to get up out of that thing so you know until next week hey look if you want to order this Mary AF shirt um go ahead and follow go ahead and follow and DM the, the 710 print shop T-H-E 710 P-R-I-N-T-S-H-O-P that's on Instagram and on Facebook and for any of your home buying needs, look, if you know somebody that's looking to buy, sell, or invest in property, have them reach out to me at jhbrownthereelter on Instagram or Facebook. I help them get and take care of wherever they are. But until next time, good people, y'all be safe out in these streets. We out. <laughs>